Man, you have to put that on. And um, we appreciate you. Brother, I welcome you again. Thank you again for coming. Please keep coming. We love you. So God has been good. Brother Edwards did a tremendous job. And uh, that was so good. And uh, whatever temptation takes us, God is able to bring us through. And um, Sister um, Obidial, what a wonderful word. She's a... Uh, she sits there because these are hard subjects. You don't hear these subjects every day preach. And she's getting a hold of it. Did you see that? She got up there and she's getting a grip of it. Now don't let nobody pull you away from this. Without this year church, you never have that. See, you know that. You can where, where did you get that from? And you're getting an understanding of the word of God. And we're talking about a the gospel, uh, the um, sea of glass, the sea of glass, okay, clear as crystal in chapter 4 of, um, of uh, Revelation. There's a, there's a sea of glass. What verse is it? Verse 6. Look at, look at Revelations there, uh, verse, uh, verse 6, where it's, it's, and before the throne, there there was a, well, go to verse 5. A verse, well, the whole thing, my goodness, that's awesome. Verse 4, round about the throne, it's talking about the throne, right? Were four and twenty seats. And, are you reading? And upon the seats, verse 4, I saw four and twenty elders sitting. Now, this is far more people, it's not telling you that there was 24, you know, people, elders in heaven. Okay? These are leaders. And these are saints uh, that's redeemed, the elders. I think chapter 5 will tell you that they were redeemed. You can find that there while I'm right here. Chapter 5, where they were redeemed from among men from the earth. But verse, uh, what was I reading? Verse 4. Run about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white uh, raiments, and they add on their heads crown of gold. Uh, no angels will be given uh, at, this, at this time anyway crowns, because the, um, the, the world to come, the uh, angels are not in charge. Okay, it's redeemed men and women. That will be in charge. And verse 5 says. And out of the throne proceed. Now look. Lightnings. And thunderings. And voices. And there were seven lamps of fire. Burning. Uh, before the throne. Which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne. There was a sea of glass. Like or clear. As crystal, like unto crystal. You know crystal is clear. Everybody know that. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts or four living creatures full of the eyes of understanding. Full of eyes and uh, before, uh, before and behind. That means, uh, have you ever met someone who could tell you uh, 
what was going to happen from today all the way back, huh? future, huh? or here's can tell you the past, everything that happened in the past, and then everything that's going to happen in the future. Do you see how intelligent they are? How intelligent a system uh, of government that God will have? Yeah, the, the present government that you have, can I tell you what's going to happen tomorrow? Not really. They can plan, but doesn't mean it's going to be so. But the government of Christ will be able to tell you. Already God has, already, when you read the Bible, Revelation, things which was and is and is to come. And if you understand the scripture, it's already told you or tells us of future things. Don't you know that the devil's kingdom is coming to an end? And the devil will be destroyed at the end of the thousand years in the, the lake of fire. You already know that. See, you already know that. So uh, the Bible tells us of the future. And Revelation is a book that goes not only in the past, present, but also in the future. Amen. Amen. So you know the future. The only way you can know the future is by the, this book, by the word of God. And... Um, so, uh, uh, what was I saying there about the throne and the seven spirits of, um, of God and the four, okay, the four beasts had each of them six wings about him and they were full of eyes within and they rest not. Notice, we had that this morning, day and night. Notice, day and night. With what kind of order? And what will God have in heaven? They rest not day and night saying holy, holy, holy. No, we cannot do this because we do not uh, as yet have supernatural strength. But when you get here, uh, what happened? And you're going to be coming under a special, the first fruits. They're going to learn even more to worship God without season. You and I worship now a little bit and we get tired. By an hour or so, we want to go home. But not so. It says that they worship God day and night. And they were uh, said uh, they rest not. They didn't take a, a lunch break, a coffee break. They didn't have to go to the restroom break. They just keep going. They rest not day and night. Saying, saying, speaking, you know, remember uh, there were voices coming out of the throne. Uh, they rest not saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And in Isaiah chapter 6, we have the same thing. When the king was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and the whole earth was filled with his glory. And uh, uh, they're going to be a righteous being is going to cry holy until the earth, the knowledge of the glory of God, cover the earth. Or do you think it's going to happen? You think God's going to get a vial and pour something out? That's not like it. It's out of the innermost parts of our belly. We're going to praise him. And the praise is going to come up out of our mouths. And uh, now we get tired. But then you will not get tired. Now, now you praise God a little bit and you fall asleep or whatever. 
But then you will not. See, and that praises will be there. Uh, the psalmist tells us that the old earth will be filled with the knowledge of God, with the praises of God. And uh, uh, one psalm said, let the people praise you. Oh God, let the people praise you. See, uh, let the nations rejoice. Right now the nations are not rejoicing. But there's coming a time of rejoicing. Right now there's anger and strife. And people don't love God like they should. Many people do not love God like they should. But then God's going to have a people. The people that shall be born shall praise the Lord. There's a, there's a, a, a people that's going to be born. That means not born from your natural parents. But born of the resurrection. And they're going to praise him. With, uh, with uh, ceaseless praise. And so here the elders. Uh, I mean the, uh, the uh, beings saying holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty. Which was and his and is to come. And when, notice. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him. That sought on the throne. Who liveth forever and ever. Now what happened? What happened? The four and twenty elders or twenty-four elders. What did they do? They fall down before him that sat on the throne. Do you see that what happened? How powerful and how deep that worship was. That the very elders are slid out of their, their seat. And that began to spread like ripples. Throughout uh, God's hurt. God's creation. And uh, we are going to learn to worship God. And spirit and in truth. And worship him. That liveth. Look at that. That liveth forever and ever. We, we come to church. Don't we come to church. And what spirit do we come to church with? Huh? You think that God can put this spirit that we have right now. Into the kingdom. Or, or we go to a service. And oh wasn't this wonderful. But inside of that, there's malice, there's gossip, there's running down, there's rebellion. Oh, wonderful we have. Oh, and you go through the door angry and you don't have the love of God in you. Church don't mean that much to you. You mean that that's ready for the kingdom of God? No, it's not. No, it's not. That's why God has the sea of glass. Okay. And then further on in Revelations 15, there's a sea of glass mingled with fire. See, because some, some people will never change unless God apply the fire to burn that out. They'll never change. And so he says, the four and twenty elders fell down uh, before, upon, before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast, notice, all of the accomplishment. Mean my high. Look how good I am. And and uh, look how great I can preach. Don't you know I'm the best preacher? Don't you know I'm the best teacher? I have more knowledge. Don't you all look at me? And I'm important. All that will be cast down. All that will be cast away when you. Uh, uh, if you're blessed to stand before the throne of God. Uh, or, or in the presence of the four living creature. We take on a whole different attitude. Amen. But the churches is where you begin to learn. Because. Uh, uh, well. Way out there is the sea of glass. I believe the sea of glass is right now. 
Okay, is right now we with open face. We're beholding as in a glass the glory of God. That's the gospel glass. The gospel mirror. The gospel will show you everything that's inside of you. Okay? The gospel uh, of God will show you everything. And we come boldly to the throne of grace. What do you think you're going to see? That we might obtain mercy. And God's going to show us ourselves who we are. And what's working inside of us. And as Brother Hedward said in uh, Colossians. All of that we have to put off. The whole man. The, 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 the gospel will show you that you're dressed up in the old Adamic uh, uh, suit. And you have to put on. Uh, get me that scripture in Zechariah where the priest was dressed up in filthy garments. But uh, he had to be. Uh, he had to give up that, uh, that garment. Uh, in Zach Is it the third chapter? Uh, chapter 3. Look over in um, Zechariah chapter 3. What verse? Okay. Uh, uh, Zechariah chapter 3. And, and verse 1. Says. And he showed me. Joshua. Look. Look. Look at that. They just came up out of Babylon. Remember? And they have all of that stain of the world tradition. Idolatry. Stain and all that. And the priest was. Uh, was not following the order. But uh, they were dressed. Uh, uh, in Babylonish. Uh, things. And uh, they came up with that spirit. You know that. You come out of the world. But you've got to get rid of the spirit. Okay. You have to stand up. And get on the sea of glass. Where God shows you. Who you are. And shows you yourself. And uh, uh, it says that. And he showed me Joshua. He showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan, notice. Okay, note who? What? Read it. And what? Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. So you must remember now that this was an high priest. Okay? And he says that uh, uh, the high priest standing... Before the angel of the Lord. But who was also standing there? And where was Satan? But notice Satan was occupying the, the chief place. His right hand. And you, uh, the devil wants to occupy the chief place in the church. He comes in. And he, he gets in the church. And he wants to uh, control everything. And that's what happened in Jude. Satan came in that church. That's what happened in the seven churches. Thyatira. Satan came in. And uh, uh, Satan brought in Bala. Uh, Balak. All kind of uh, stuff from Jezebel. And the Laodicean church. So much stuff was in it. Until Christ was pushed out. And the door locked. Can you imagine? His own church. Christ is the head of the church. And he got pushed out of it. And they locked the door from inside. It wasn't locked outside. It was locked from the inside. And he kept knocking. When he came up the door was locked. He got locked out. Who do you think they were locking out? Not the world. They weren't locking the world out. They were locking Christ out. Because the Bible tells us that. That they were rich. They were glorifying in their riches. Glorifying in their beautiful building. Their beautiful choir. How they could sing. And notice they said that they needed nothing. 
And yet, the Lord says that they were poor. Blind, wretched, miserable, and naked. But yet, to them, they needed nothing. So the Lord cries out. And he knocks. But right there, you can read the scripture. When Christ knocked, he made an offer. He said, if any man will hear my voice, anybody inside, anybody that's inside, you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to the individual who wants him. I will come in and I will have the last supper with him. I will sup with him. The last meal before the judgment come. One last meal. And he says that blessed is thy servant. When his Lord do it come find him giving meat. In due season. Serving supper. Give them one more last message. One thing to let them know. That you can make it as an overcomer. You can be a first fruit. You can be resurrected. Or change in a moment. And being the bride of Jesus Christ. Or in the first fruit church. You don't have to even go through the tribulation. Of chapter. Uh, was it seven. Because he promised the Philadelphian church. He said. To him that overcome it. Will I. Um, they, they overcome in Philadelphia. That I will keep them from the hour of temptation. That shall come upon all the world. And try them that dwell upon all the world. See that's the hour of temptation. Which is the great tribulation. And if you overcome. And then he will make you a pillar. In the temple of my God. And you will not go out anymore. But you have a permanent. Nobody can take that position from you. That will be an eternal position. That you will have. Would you like that? Huh? In the temple of God. Forever. And they will serve him day and night. In the temple. In that position. You, 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 you won't be changing jobs. You'll have a permit. And you'll like your job. Serving the Lord. Wouldn't you like to serve God forever? And ever and ever? And then. Uh, you follow the Lamb with us. Wherever he goes. And he leads you to. Down there in. Uh, a Revelation 7. He leads them to fountains of living water. It's awesome what God is doing. So back to Laodicean church. There he says that to him that overcome it. Chapter 3. Uh, Revelations chapter 3. The Laodicean church. And find that for me. Where he promised the overcomers. If you hear my voice. Open the door. I'll come in and sup with him. And he with me. And verse 21 says. To him that overcome it. Chapter 3 21. To him that overcome it. Will I grant, verse 21, to him that overcome it, will I grant, notice, to sit with me in my throne. How? He then, as I also overcame, and am set down with my father in his throne. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Although they shut the door, but yet still rewards were offered. That if you overcome, Despite you're living in the closing age of the church, the Laodicean age, but yet 
rewards are placed are offered that if you would overcome you would get to sit my God with him hallelujah to him that overcome it will I grant to sit with me in my throne what throne is that that's the throne of his father David that means you will get authority to rule and govern the nation with a rod of iron I think that's wonderful although the door is shut although we are at this stage we are the people that has come to the, the end of the church age. Yes, we are. If you, if you understand the symbols that uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar saw, the image, Babylon, Medo-Persia, and coming on down Greece and Rome and so on, ten toes, it doesn't get any further. Okay? Even the church comes to an end down there. And after that, there's a fifth kingdom with Daniel 7. We'll get there maybe Wednesday night. There's a fifth kingdom. And that's ruled by Jesus Christ. It's a stone. That's hewn out of the mountain without hands. That's smite the image. Notice here. The image come down when the stone smite it. And the stone did not origin on the earth. It's from heaven. That's why Jesus said. When you pray. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Where? On earth as it is in heaven. The same order that's done in heaven will be on earth. Okay. Then it goes on. Uh, here the Beatitudes. If you read uh, Matthew. Was it uh, uh, chapter 5? The Beatitudes. You need to read that. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. See that's the order of the kingdom. Okay. And the church has not yet reached that standard. Blessed are the pure in heart. Okay, when you stand on the sea of glass, you'll be pure in heart. For blessed are the pure in heart because of what? what what's going to happen to them? Help me. What's going to happen to them? The pure in heart. They shall see God. To see God, you've got to have a pure heart. Amen. And it takes the word of God. It takes the teachings of God. It takes the, uh, that, that word coming uh, forth that creates a sea of glass where you see yourself. And like Paul and like Isaiah, when Isaiah saw himself, he said, woe is me. And Paul saw himself, oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? You've got to see yourself. And when the Lord showed yourself, don't blame others. Look in your heart, look inside of you and see how dark and how bitter you've been. Look inside. It's not outside. It's on the inside. My problem is me. Because I've got to get my heart pure. The scripture said. Blessed are the pure in heart. Then what happened? Blessed are the meek. Because who's going to inherit the earth? The meek. So there's a lot, a lot that goes on right there. See, the Beatitudes are powerful. Blessed are the poor in spirit. You're not rich. You can be taught. When somebody, you hear the word correct you, you're not puffed up and you pout and you are, you know, you react. No, you're meek. The meek shall inherit the earth. Even when, blessed are you when you, uh, men shall revile you. 
Blessed are they which are persecuted. For what? For righteousness sake. For the word of God. I'm putting the sea of glass before you now. I, I'm, I'm putting. I'm putting a the sea of glass before you now. How meek are we? How meek? When you're reviled and persecuted. And all manner of evil are said against you falsely. He said for my sake. Rejoice. Come on rejoice. And be glad. For great. Is your reward in heaven. And that puts you in the same uh, qualification as the prophet. For so persecuted the prophets. Before you. That's awesome. Read that tonight. I said, oh my God, I want to be pure in heart. Hmm? That's getting ready. You look before the mirror and said, Lord, examine me. As Brother Edwards was saying, you're putting off the old man. And he read them, the corrupt nature. Tatiana read it March 7. Those corrupt nature that you've got to put on. You can't get away from it. You have to put it off. Nobody can get away from it. See, there's a change coming. And you've got to make the changes. You cannot get in the kingdom if you've got filthy garments on. And back to Joshua. He showed me Joshua. Zechariah says. He showed me Joshua the high priest. Standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan. Standing at his right hand to resist him. And maybe he didn't even know. That Satan was there. That, that, a lot of people don't even know that. The devil is on their trail. See. He says that here. And the Lord said unto Satan. Notice. The Lord said unto Satan. The Lord rebuke thee. O Satan. That's all you have to do. Rebuke him in Jesus name. Somebody said. Uh, who just uh, said. Was it you? Uh, Obadiah said. You rebuke the devil. And he will flee from you. So they were saying that all of you. Get, begin to take authority over the devil. That the, Those spirits that you saw. Those ugly manifestations that you saw. You rebuke them in Jesus name. You learn that and that develop. You begin to develop a, a discerning of spirits. Because the devil manifests. Oh my God you see that uh, ugly glowing. Because the next generation if the Lord tarries or not. You're going to be used mightily. Don't give up the race. Don't you be deceived. And get on your knees and say God in Jesus name. Take away the filthy garment from me. That's that old Adamic garment that we're dressed up in. That nature in in. Uh, in third chapter of Colossians. You know that we have to put off the old man. Put him off. Get rid of him. That old nature. And there you before the Lord. You'll be clear. Standing pure. In that nature of Jesus Christ. Amen. You'll now have the nature of God. In you. That, that's what you need to have. God is not going to let any foreign nature element into his kingdom. No. Nothing is going to go into the kingdom of God. That offends or defile. Everybody will be pure. So whether you preach it or not. That's why God is so good. And God is so wise. God has a first resurrection. Then he also has an extension of it. But then he has a final resurrection. Even before you go to the lake of fire. And brimstone. Because when you get to the lake of fire. There is no deliverance from that. Second day. But. But uh, there are some that will find life at the end of the thousand years. So we are here tonight because we love God. 
But more so because God loves us. It's because of God's love while you're here. Otherwise you would not be hearing the word. And for you to continue we have to be kept by the power of God. But we have to keep coming boldly. To the throne of grace. And let me tell you something. Don't hide any secret from God. Get down on your knees all by yourself. Nobody with you. And pour out your heart. Tell God. I'm nothing. Don't tell him I'm somebody. Say God I'm nothing. I'm just dust. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. But you know I love you. Tell him that. He likes that. I will love you to the end. I'm asking you to keep me Lord. From deception because. He says, because iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold. They just get cold. Amen. Deception is strong. And the Bible says, unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now I don't know how he's going to do it. But he said it is going to be, it's going to be done. He's going to shorten the days. Shorten time. So because of the elect's sake. That's how bad it will be. That's how bad it will be. You think you have persecution and troubles right now? Huh? Unless the Lord shorten the days. There will not be one person in church. When Jesus Christ comes back. You said, oh no, yes. Look, look, look at little COVID, what COVID did. You got to admit, a lot of people went, hmm? a lot of rules, a lot of laws. Still, still, people still panicking. I know people die. We just heard of sickness, it still rages. We've had our share. We've had our share. But God was not through with us. God brought us back so we could hear the message this morning and tonight. That's why we came back. You're telling me, sister, this morning. That's why you came back. If you'd have gone, you'd never heard this message. It wasn't time yet. But the time is coming now. And the devil knows it. And so he doesn't want this little church to hear anything. If you were just standing here, putting on shows, singing them songs, begging offering, or uh, maybe supporting, not that it's wrong to support mission or whatever, you know, like that, then you wouldn't get mad at you. But you begin to open up revelation and begin to show the people that you must stand on the sea of glass now. Hallelujah. You've got to make the changes now. If you don't know how to say holy, holy, holy right now, you'll never get over there. If he's not holy right now in your life, without holiness, no one shall see the Lord. The reason why they say holy is because they were holy. And you say holy, praise him holy, you're going to be changed. I'm not talking about just from your lips, from deep down inside. The... Uh, 
Where am I? So Joshua. Now Joshua, what verse? Verse 2 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that had chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? And we, we have to be plucked out. That's why you're here. Otherwise, he'd burn you up. You'll be consumed. You think that way. That's just my friend or my cousin or my, my relative. That know like that. They'll burn you up with their gossip. You don't understand. It's your soul. The devil don't care who you're related to. My wife. My husband. Her, my children. You think that's the way the devil play? My brother. My sister. My cousin. You think that's the way? That's why Jesus had to stand up. Against the influence of relatives. Because when it comes to the word of God. The word of God is first. Believe it or not. Nothing comes before the word of God. Well my husband. Really? My wife. Really? My sons. My daughters. Oh. Let them do what they wanted. They're just kids. Really? So when are they going to grow up? They're serious. Because you've got to understand that at the judgment seat, at the end of the thousand years, uh, John said, I saw the dead small and great stood before God. Small and great. We have to repent. We have to make changes. And before that, He's going to send forth his angels at the sound of the trumpet to gather out of his kingdom. You know what's going to happen? He's going to send forth his angels to gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and defile. That's how he begins. You know the dead angels, nobody could hide from them in Egypt. When the dead angels came, no one could hide. You can't. One angel, one angel wiped out. 185,000 Assyrians in one night. God's not joking. And when that great trumpet sounds, the angels will gather out from the four corners of the earth, out of the world, everything that offends and defiles. And when it's over, just the righteous. When it comes to the end, and God has a thousand years to do it, only the righteous, trust me, he has a thought. God's not, God's not going anywhere. God is not going anywhere. And God is not going to change his program. You see, God doesn't change to suit us. You and I change to suit God. Well, I'm not going to change. Then you'll find out who wins. You don't have to change. Huh? Okay, go for it. Lucifer tried it. I will ascend into heaven. I will just tell God, move over. And I will be God. Read it in... Ezekiel 28 and also in Isaiah. I will ascend into the heavens. Go ahead. You, you think that we are the only ones that have pride? Lucifer had it. And we, what happened to him? He knows what's going to happen to him. And that's what he's fighting for. He don't want to go alone. He knows he's going. But guess what? I don't want to go with him either. I don't belong to the devil. I refuse to belong to the devil. I refuse to belong to the devil. I am on the Lord's side. Who is on the Lord's side? Come on. Who is on the Lord's side? 
God knows whose side you be on. Whose side are you on? When you hear Jesus, does it make you happy? Oh, just like that. But when you hear about the world, oh, I goes screaming. You little clown. But you don't even know what's going on. You're confused. The world with all the pleasure is passing away. The world is going, look, have you read Revelations 21? It's gone. It's a new heaven and a new earth coming. God is going to have his way. Now Joshua was closed. Verse 3. With filthy garments. And stood before the angel. You know. He's just out of Babylon. Filthy garments. Doesn't mean that. It was dirty. But it wasn't the garment that he should be clothed with. Just like you and I can't get in there with filthy garments. Filthy garments would be without your robe. Of righteousness. Anything. Beside the righteousness of Christ that you're clothed with is filthy garment. You say amen? Amen. Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and said, I spake unto, unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garment from him and Unto him, unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine what? Iniquity to pass from thee, and I will close thee with change of raiment. Remember now, iniquity shall abound. And iniquity, Second uh, Thessalonians chapter about the mystery of iniquity. Okay? And that working in you, you don't have the garments for the first resurrection. But you have to now be closed with Change of raiment. A new garment. And that's the righteousness of Christ. And then it caused your iniquity to pass away. And you can stand on the sea of glass. Somebody ought to shout. Oh God. You ought to shout. Don't this make you want to shout? Hmm? Or you get more excited over a burger. What do you get excited over? And you're going to watch millions, multiplied millions that no one can number standing before the throne of God shouting. And you're going to cry and weep, but it's, it's late if you don't make that right choice now. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Not at the throne of. Uh, the throne of. Uh, help me grace. I mean the throne of judgment. Okay so. Did I finish that? They, he received. And he answered and spake unto the. To those that stood by before him saying. Take away the filthy garments from him. Verse 4. And unto him be. He said behold I. Have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee. And I will close thee with change of raiment. And I said, let them set a fair mitre upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head. 
and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua. You know, they protested and tell him, you better live for God. Admonish him. Amen. You better forget Babylon. Forget where you came from. Forget the world. Amen. Forget that ballroom or that uh, party or whatever it might be like Brother Head was saying. You better get out of there. You better not go back. Amen. I got so much more I want to say. but The angel of the Lord protested. Say. Saying what? The Lord of hosts. Saying thus said the Lord of hosts. If thou wilt walk in my way. Look at this. Look at this now. And if thou wilt keep my charge. Then thou shalt also judge my people. Hallelujah. You see the reward? You see the throne. And shall also keep my courts. And I will give thee places to walk among those that stand by. Call you out a shout. He changed you. You you get dressed up. And when you stand before him, you're going to have place to walk. Reward is great. But he protested to him. Say, you better keep my charge. And that's what's going on right now. We better serve the Lord. And don't take side with the world. We're at the last at the end of the age. Somebody say, no, it's not going to, it's going to, you mean it's going to continue, continue, continue like that? No. It ran out of time. The church age, the Gentile age comes at an end. And the church age comes out, but what comes in is the kingdom age. So when you speak about glory, for what? The church or the kingdom? Look, read Revelation. The church locked the Lord out. You haven't read it. And it's because we don't understand it. The church locked the door. Read Songs of Solomon. When they, was it the bride, the bride come, whatever, whoever she was, the church, the lady, the woman, locked and washed her feet, crawl in bed and hear the, and she wouldn't get up. That was what happened here. Hear the knocking, just like when the Lord dealing with you. Knock, knock. You hear the conviction, but you won't give up. What do you think that is? You're still head on. The Lord said, my child, don't do that. Don't go here. And you press the gas faster to get there. They ignore what you're hearing. You ignore the voice because of stubbornness. I'm not going to listen to you. It's just the Lord tap you and says, come on, get up, go to church. And you pull over the other side and pull the cover up. But you don't do that when it's work. But when it's, yeah, when it's, uh, when it's church, do you do that? And when it comes to reading your Bible, I'm too tired, but the remote control is not, you see every button in it. I'm, I'm just telling you, the flesh will overtake you. And make every excuse for you. But you've got to. Make up your mind. 
You stand before the throne of God. Well, let me, let me. We're talking about thro- thrones of judgment in Hebrews. Uh, throne of grace, right? Hebrews 4.16. Now, throne of judgment in chapter 4 of Revelation. Let's go to Psalms chapter 9. Let's go there for me a little bit. Psalms chapter 9. It's beautiful, beautiful Psalms all over the word of God. In the ninth chapter, Psalms chapter 9, and I'm not going to read the old, old chapter. Let me go down to Okay, verse 3, okay? When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou satest, read it, thou satest in the throne judging right. That's the throne of judgment. The throne of grace, he shows mercy. And grace. But at the throne of judgment. Here it is. Thou satest in the throne. Judging right. That's a righteous judgment. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. When? The throne of judgment. Thou hast put out. Their names. Forever and ever. O thou enemy. That's the enemies of God. Destruction are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed what? Cities. I'm talking about the cities that you know now. How many cities you know? They're going to be destroyed. Their memorial is perished. With them. The memorial. The time is going to come. I don't want to call it a city's name. But you won't even hear. Or remember. He at. But. Uh, but the Lord shall endure. Forever. He had prepared. Notice here's a throne of judgment. He had what? Prepared his throne. For judgment. That's the throne of judgment. This is where Revelations 4 comes in. The throne of judgment. You follow? Cross reference. Revelations 4 and Psalms. So you'll find it next time. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. Where do you find that scripture? Acts 17 verse 31. Cross reference that again. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. And the the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. That's a judgment. Jacob's trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. That's why you begin right now. You know his name. And you trust him. When when men are the scared, oh hey, you want to go to heaven? If you go, you will never go to heaven and scare you. 
you put your trust in the Lord. Those that know thy name shall put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. That's what you're doing right now. He won't forsake you. Don't let nobody lie to you. Sing praises to the Lord, which dwelleth in Zion. Declare all among the people is doing. When he make an inquisition for blood, that's the judgment. The blood that has been spilled and shed, including the blood of his son. He remembered them. All of them slain. Remember Jesus said, who unto thee? Because you that killed the prophets from righteous Abel down. All those bloods will be remembered. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Okay? And uh, it goes on. You can read it. And over in chapter 10. Over in chapter 10. Verse 15 is it? Break thou the arm of the wicked. And the evil man. That's the antichrist man of sin. God's going to break his arm. Seek out his wickedness. Till thou find none. Seek it out. That means. The devil will be bound and loose. At the end of the thousand years. Because there is still wickedness. And God let him loose. The devil not going anywhere. You might as well overcome him now. Because if you don't. And you're out there in the millennium. At the end of the millennium. He's going to test you again worse. You didn't know that? Read it. The devil was loose. And he went out to deceive the nations. And multitudes followed him. You think about rebellion in church? Or rebellion in the nation? You can't get away from it. You have to overcome the devil now. Otherwise you got a problem. You think if I, oh I just submit. that He won't go away. It'll be worse. Why now you've got the weapons. The armor. Jesus. And he said put it off. It only gets worse. You see because we're not reading the Bible. Right now God is going to break the harm. Of the wicked. That's his power. Verse. 17. Sixteen. The Lord is king forever. We had that right. And ever. The heathen are perished out of. His land. Lord. Thou hast heard the desires of the humble. Thou will prepare. Their heart. See God's going to work. And he's working right now. Oh, but you've got to come to church. You've got to humble yourself. You can't let evil and bitterness get in it. You have to submit yourself. Otherwise, as Brother Ed was saying, you won't like yourself. You don't understand the devil trick you and fool you and bring you right back to who you were and even worse. Worse. You don't go back to what you go worse. You don't play with God and get away with it. I've never seen anybody played with God, tempt God and get away. Well, I get away now, my friends. Oh man, how much time do you think God has? He's got a lot of time. He's got a lot of time. And he's going to bring every sin under submission and destroy it. Thou will prepare their hearts. Thou will cause thine hear to hear. To judge 
the fatherless and the oppressed. Look at this. Look at this here. Read it. That the man of the earth may no more oppress. Anybody know who the man of the earth is? The man of sin. The Antichrist. He's called the wicked one. And in the song, he has many names. The man of the earth. He's earthly. He's carnal. He's devilish. The man of the earth. Remember the Corinthians? The first man was of the earth, earthy, carnal, fell in sin, wouldn't follow God. Well, that's what they say. Rebelling against God. Isn't that wonderful, Psalms? Now, we can go from here to Daniel chapter 7, but I won't. And then I'm not finished yet. You see how much time we're spending back in these chapters? Are you getting it? That's why Sister Obadiah could stand up here. Look at that. And give such a word. Where did she get that? Come on. Where did she get that from? If she was home, you think she'd have that? Huh? Or somewhere else, you think she'd, she would know that? Marina, your mother would not know that. But she was a credit and a blessing tonight. She stood right up here. And boy, I, I'm encouraged. I go home and study again for something like this. You know that? Why do you think I study? Hmm? My wife will tell you that. Between service, I haven't slept. I was working. Why was I working? So I can prepare. And go on, uh, as we go by, we'll talk about the eagles. We'll talk about the oxen. we we'll talk about the uh, lion. And we we'll talk about the lamb. Or the man. Because he was both uh, a lion and a lamb. Remember? Lion and a lamb. And an eagle. Hmm? And where did he come from? Where does the eagle come from? The heavenly. And he came down. Didn't he? And he delivered his prey. Us from the jaws of the devil. From the snake. You ever see an eagle challenging a snake? And then he lift us up. And when he ascended and high, he led captivity captives. The eagle. God's a great big, like a great big eagle that watches over his children. As the eagle watch over her young, so does Christ. And he, he came down from heaven, the face of the man, to become a man. He took flesh. That's great, isn't it? He became man. Was born of a virgin. But he had to come from heaven. And then after he died. He went back to heaven. And he's coming back. King of kings. A conquering lion. Of the tribe of Judah. He's going to reign. Genesis 49. And the Lord God will give unto him. The throne of his father David. God bless you. Sister Joy. Uh, why don't you just come. And receive the offering. Amen.